What I want to know in this moment yeah. right now, are you down to ride? Are you down to ride? Hmm. I'm down to ride. I'm down to ride. I'm so down to ride. I want to make a podcast about it, honestly. You down to ride? Wow. That was easy. If we're out of breath, it's a, uh, believe me, uh, it's not for lack of trying. Like, it's not that we weren't just jamming to Little Wayne to get ourselves and pumped up for this. That's not why. No, no, no. That was for sure not it. But you down to ride? Are you ready? The real question is, the real question is, are you down to ride? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm down to ride, Grace. That's the real question. I don't know if we, we should start saying this already, but the people have been asking for it. The people are begging for it. Like we're not giving the people what they want. It's what they need. It's it's just, it's come to our attention that it's actually a disservice that we don't Literally. share. That, you know, we, we just, we don't put out content. <laughs> we put out. <laughs> Here we are. Welcome. Here we are. Welcome. Welcome. We're actually to- super stoked to have you all. Like we, we really are super stoked to have you all. Like this is, this is something we've been meaning to do for a while. And we're super blessed that this has all come together to be able to have this platform to do this. Amen. How Truly. How do you Amen. feel about that? So Honestly, it's, it's on brand for us. Like we have 2020, like we're, this podcast isn't about 2020, but 2020 has been universally a learning experience for everyone. Absolutely. But like, so that goes without saying, but I think that in 2020, we had so many things happening that Mm. it just kind of got to the point where it was like, we have to laugh about this. Like we truly, we truly just have to laugh. And the more we started sharing those experiences and the more we were laughing about them and getting other people to laugh about them, the more people were like, this is a universal thing. We're all kind of feeling this way. Let's, let's go for it. Like, why not? hundred percent. I think everybody in these times are just a bit uncomfortable and unsure of themselves. And that's something that, you know, through our own mental health and through our own things, you know, confidence and being sure of ourselves has been something difficult, but at the same point in time, um, 2020 gives you the space to just be like, fuck it. I'm going to recreate myself. I'm going to do something that I haven't done. And truthfully, it, it's begging for you to do that. It's actually asking you to, you have so much more time on your hands. You, you're locked inside. And as two creatives, here we are, here we are. And we're down to ride. It's going to be great. We're ready to get after it. So I- welcome, <laughs> basically welcome. We're so happy you're here. Um, we're, we're really so happy. happy. We're alive. We're ready to bless you guys our podcast. Fuck yeah. And you guys are down down. to ride. If you're listening to this, you're down to ride. Like that's just fact, fact. It's, it's one of those things. You're, uh, you're riders and that's what we are. So if you're down to ride, (laughs) I had to listen to that song today. Ambitions as a rider to literally get myself like up and through the day, truthfully, to get myself here to record this podcast. Sorry. 2020 has taken a toll on my sanity (laughs) and my ambitions as a rider. Okay, we're good. We're good. She got she got it out of her system. We're ready. We're ready. We're here. We're good. I'm, I'm ready. I'm down to ride. I'm ready. She's she's a rider. So essentially, you know, what we're here for is we are young women in our 20s. We're we're in the middle of our 20s right now and we're in the middle of life and we are so blessed to be able to acknowledge the amount the of trauma yeah yeah I guess the that's process. a better way let's not say trauma let's let's say the process no because no, obviously that's that's in our lives but we're in our mid-20s we're here to enjoy the process and like conceptualize the process with with everybody because being in your mid-20s is a difficult time especially when we're in the midst of a pandemic and we're in the midst of things that are taking your career and just absolutely flipping it upside down right when student debt's hitting you right when everything in the world is smacking you across the face so we're here to express ourselves. We're comedic women. Um, we're also women that have gone through trauma, but let's just combine those two and find a platform that's beautiful that we can all share, you know, our mental health, but also laugh about it because life's funny. Like it's traumatic, but it's funny. Let's be honest. And and I truly think that's why we're here is we both, if there's one thing that we've learned, uh, it is that the only way to kind of get through anything is to be able to laugh at yourself. And so yeah. what we're here and what we're doing is we want to have you guys laugh with us and learn some things along the way. And we want to learn from you. So yeah, we're absolutely. here on, we're here on this podcast and we're gonna, we're just going to get it going. So Grace, I mean, did you ever see yourself here? Like doing this? Uh, honestly, no, like 
truthfully, if I'm going to revert myself back to December 21st of last year, I definitely didn't see myself where I am right now. I had such higher hopes for where I'd be at, you know, (laughs) in my my career, in life, like relationships, like, but I lost a lot of friends and I lost a lot of relationships in this period of time. That's been really difficult. But I also think that it's been a door that needed to be closed so I could open up a door for new blessings. And I think that this podcast is a new blessing. It's a new way for me as a creative and an artist to express that I never would have had. So I'm kind of at first, I was so overwhelmed with all of the changes that were happening to me and being presented to me. But then it just flipped it. Okay, closing a door that wasn't working to open a door for new blessings. I mean, no, I didn't didn't see myself in in the heat of a, of a pandemic thinking I could die at all times, losing my job and unemployed and now boyfriendless, like in friendless, losing lots of friends. Like, no, no, Soleil, I didn't see myself here. So, but did you, did you see yourself here, girl? Because I mean, like, to be honest, I, I, I didn't, you know, RIP, no. to, RIP to your relationship before. So okay. you're a fresh, you're, you're, you're freshly <laughs> single. I'm permanently single. So I actually, I actually did see myself single in uh, 2020 last I see year. Permanently single. <laughs> I, I did see myself permanently single. Um, This one's for you, dad. Like just, just making it happen for myself. You know? My dad's a man of my dreams. I'm going to say that. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm living, I'm living my truth right now, which is a single so <laughs> it's just reinforced but anyways i mean the, this is this podcast isn't about how i'm single but it, it'll make sense why i'm single <laughs> as you listen to the podcast so you know facts i don't time, know who, i don't know how somebody with <laughs> me for so long truthfully i'm like literally don't understand like i'm just sitting here laughing because I, I need this <laughs> like if, if if anything like i'm i'm uh I'm dating the podcast. I'm I'm the definition of a writer. Like I've I've got nothing else. So my ambitions as a rad. Okay, but Soleil, talk about your talk about you moving from LA here. Because oh yeah, okay. That's where so, we met each other, and then you did make a massive life change. You did make a big big change. I did. So I was managing a bar in downtown LA, but we met at an upscale California fine dining, you know, yeah, yeah, the, the what really, they would, that, that selling you a $95 pour of whiskey, gotta make that quick buck, you know what I'm saying? I made Soleil, Soleil more money. Sat me. She sat me that rich clientele. She, she was, she was I, down to ride then. <laughs> I, I was down to ride and honestly, I wish I would have been paid more, but like, it's fine. <laughs> you know, we live in, we learn and that, that is essentially like, shout out to you guys. If, if you would have paid me more, I would have still been there with you and maybe this podcast never would have happened. So uh, who knows? But anyways, I, I was in LA last year and this time last year, I was actually moving to San Diego and I was moving to San Diego because I had just landed my dream job and it was incredible. I had had an old boss reach out to me and she was like, Hey, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm the hostess with the mostest. And I am, you know, (laughs) assistant managing. I'm killing it. I live by myself and I can't drive my car, but you know, it's fine. Um, and she was like, yeah, you know, that I really hate that for you. Like, I truly do. So send me your resume. And, <laughs> yeah, and so for like forever grateful to her, Suzette, like, I, I love you. Shout Suzette out Suzette. She's down to ride. Yeah. Radio Alice, you guys were a dream. You got me here. So and then you got me to San Diego. So San Diego, I was going to be the executive producer, executive producer of a morning talk show at 23 years old. I was turning 24 a couple weeks after I moved. And I was just like, yeah, I moved down here with, you know, no house. I, I crashed on my best friend's couch and she totally helped me out. Queen. Yeah. Like I, that's who needs a California King when you've got a couch in California. That's Woo, California couch, baby. No King needed. Hey, how? <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me about it. No King needed wanted, not needed. <laughs> There's a difference. Anyways, oh God, this this show is going to just be us roasting ourselves. But I, that's how I ended up in San Diego. And then the pandemic happened. I lost my job. I hit rock bottom. I ended lost up my in dreams, lost my hopes. I yeah, lost my yeah. dreams. Well, you know, I came my, to this crusty city of Los Angeles to do stand up comedy. And guess what? That is not a thing. It is not happening. I feel like I'm going insane with all of my material. I'm having to put it out on TikTok. It's just not 
a whole vibe. I, it's like one fifth of a vibe. You're um, such a savage, classy. Bougie I, rat. I don't Honestly. know one of the dances. I'm going to put that out there. I don't know one of the dances, but Soleil did on my birthday weekend, hit it with one of the TikTok dances and it fucking blew me away. She was actually incredible at it. And it was like on the low, like fire. Um, hopefully, um, you know, well, no, not hopefully. I'm going to go ahead and plug our socials right yet now. Okay. Like if you've yeah, made it this far, socials. if you've made it this far, you might actually be interested in what we have to say. So he's surprised. We're actually deciding to just hit you on every content platform possible. Everybody. We're hitting you with the Twitter uh, at you down to ride. That's number Across two. All yes, Y O U D O W, as in wanna N. Number two, ride R I D E on every platform. So if you want to see us on the TikTok, which you probably don't, we'll be there. You don't, and but I'm on there. I'm on there. We're talking about identifying ourselves. So I do identify as like upper 50s, mid 60s. I, yeah, probably. I feel that. I feel like my soul is probably around 58. Um, and then I also with my crippling ADHD, that takes me down to about 12. So I'm like balancing back and forth between both of those those personas throughout the day but I definitely feel like my soul is old and so don't yours is too you know what I mean like we can sit there and talk to like 50 year olds and we're thriving off that conversation also like let me just point out we're not saying 50 year olds are old like because not at all like that's not that's all. not no that's no not, I'm, excited to be 50. I'm excited to be 50 because then I will be less confused and like content where I'm at I can't yes. wait to be I can't wait to be 50. My parents have never looked happier. Like they have four <laughs> dogs and oh. all the kids are of adult age and you know they're they're in their what their 50s ish kind Your of. parents are thriving. Your parents the, are always like thriving. and like, and that's that's what I have to look dream. forward to. Oh. But in but in the is. meantime, you know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking the forward to getting into our trailblazer of the week. I know. So let's, let's hit them with the trailblazer of the week. So essentially Grace, like what is a trailblazer and why are we even going with that concept for this show? So truthfully, a trailblazer to me is somebody that said, fuck societal norms that said, I'm going to do it the way that I think is right. Because honestly, society is fucked up and the things that happen around us are not okay. And sometimes we just kind of get blinded by our normal day to day. And we're just kind of going through the motions of things. These are people that said, fuck that. I'm not going through the motions of day to day. I'm going to make my blaze my own trail. I'm going to actually say fuck society and do what I think is right for people. But these people are for the people. These people are doing it for other human beings that don't know, actually know how to see that for themselves. And they also built platforms for themselves in which that they have helped so many people with their boldness, with their strength, with their, with their like way in which that they can just say, fuck it, fuck it. And Truthfully, we're going to get into our first trailblazer, which Soleil, who is it? Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? One, two, three, four. Get your booty on the dance floor. Shake it out. Wake it little. I don't remember the lyrics. I know you want to do the Jane Fonda. Okay, so. Jane Fonda. We are going to go ahead and theme our first episode, our trailblazer. Um, you know, our, uh, this is just, this is a big moment and we're going to, we're going to center this. Yeah. And we're going to center this moment around our beautiful, beautiful icon herself, Jane Seymour Fonda and Grace. Hell yeah. You said something earlier. What, what is it today? Like you guys are going to be hearing this episode on January 9th, yeah. but what is today's date? It is December 21st. Okay, so you want to know what's kind of interesting? What's that? Uh, we're filming this episode on Jane Fonda. Are you ready? What? On Jane Fonda's birthday. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's, it's the queen herself's birthday, literally, at, as we're speaking. And I didn't know until three o'clock. I could have baked a cake. Are you kidding me? It's her birthday literally today. I mean, like you still have time to throw something up on the gram or on your story for it. But yeah, it is her birthday. I'll I wanted her in LA. I, I just like, <laughs> yeah. Herself. That actually is the goal. So if anyone has a Fonda plug, let us know. Happy birthday, baby. I can't believe Happy you didn't tell me this until. It is so cute of you. Keep keep surprising me like that, babe. Honestly. I'm, keep that excitement coming. Okay, so. But let's yeah. get it. Like, honestly, let's get into it. She, she honestly actually couldn't have done more with her time on this earth and she's still crushing it. That's, that's the thing. So, she's like still doing the most and she's 
80, what is, what, 80 what? I'm honestly terrible at math. And I was thinking about it as I was looking at her birthday. She was born in a 37. So 2020 minus 37. That's a horrible thing to do to me. I'm just going to Google how old. You are have ADHD, don't you? Or is it just like absolutely crazy? Like, honestly, if any of you are watching Grace and Frankie, like she looks stunning each episode and she's getting older. Like each episode, like some of them are a year, a year apart. And I'm like, why did you get hotter? Like, how did you get hotter into your deeper into your eighties? So it's, it's, it's kind of funny right there that you just brought up, you know, that have you seen Jane Fonda and Grace and Frankie? Cause Jane Fonda is an actress, but like, that's the last thing I would actually describe her right. as. Um, Jane Fonda is 150% first a feminist and an environmental activist. She's a visible political activist. Um, she did have some controversial things during the Vietnam War happen. She was involved in a photograph and she's spoken on that before. You know, we we talked about that whole thing. And, and and honestly, like what that came what that came down from according to her and what she spoke on. Um, and this isn't what the podcast is about, but this is a side note. It's, it is about media and about content. And yeah. when Grace and I were talking about this and just the more we did look into, you know, Jane Fonda herself, she, the, the media that she controls and the media that she is in charge of is 100% authentic, authentically, yeah. authentically her. her. Nobody is telling Jane Fonda what to post, what to do. She's doing it, honey, and she's doing it her way. And and that's grace the thing that's be my grace. Like, like check out her gram, check out her Instagram. There ain't nobody telling her what she can and can't post. She's just rifling that shit. And and not even just her Instagram. Like, if you have a second and you know you're not listening to us in the car uh, and driving or anything like that, <laughs> uh, doing anything dangerous. If you if you're able to safely pull up the internet, it's not. I'm hyping it up a lot, but Jane Fonda blog blogs. Sorry, blogs. Um, on her personal blog about her squirrels so wow yeah I mean she takes all her own pictures for it too she's so cool dude she's so cool and she's so independent she's such an independent trailblazer she needs no man she actually can't even have men in her life weighing her down because she's just like like just blazing trails she's like okay you can you can take the back seat like I'm driving this whip like I'm skirting and and you can take the she's had such difficulty keeping relationships due to a lot of things in her life, if you want to get in, if you want to get into that, but why she's had difficulty keeping relationships and why she is such an, you know, trailblazer. No, I, I totally agree. Sorry, I just had a slight technical difficulty on my screen for whatever reason. And what I was going to say about the authenticity on her platform and going into the trailblazer and the self-love is Jane Fonda, like she has not had it easy. She grew up, um, she had a mother and a father, but her father once told her, and this is something she's commented on later, that, you know, if she wasn't beautiful, men wouldn't love her. And when that's the message being ingrained to you by your father and your mother is dead and for, you know, deceased, that's... Her mom struggled with mental illness her, her yeah. whole, her mom was whole life. Her mom was struggling with mental illness her whole life and was in and out of mental facilities. And she would just think her mom's on vacation all the time. And then she has her dad, who's a me- mega celebrity of the time. He was in tons of movies he was the guy he was the also a sex symbol himself so therefore he saw his beautiful daughter and he was like oh yeah she's a sex symbol she shall be a sex symbol and that's who she is and to be labeled as a beautiful woman like that's all that you are she was, she was triggered she was like that's absolutely not all that I am and she also had the money and she had the she had the ability to do all of the things that she does and she ran with it she ran with it and has done more than anybody could ask of her for human rights for other people of different um, backgrounds, ethnicities, and especially women, especially women. Um, and, and, and that's women across the board too. That's women. Um, that's a woman across, any, across yeah, the that's, country, it's, across, it's, across the country, across the nation. She has literally gone out of her way yeah. to go to countries and volunteer her time. She's, she truly is incredible. And that is something else we were talking about. She has a worldwide presence, but she is unfortunately only typically defined by her acting because a lot of people don't know this other side of her. Jane Fonda did take a break from the public role in order to devote more time to her projects. But I think essentially what we really wanted to get into and why we think Jane Fonda is a trailblazer is not because mm-hmm. of just her actions or you know, just what she's accomplished now. It's kind of just been a current theme throughout her whole life that she has been just pushing and being okay 
with not always being liked and appreciated or loved and having herself torn apart and have to defend herself and her actions that's that's a lot to work through and that's that's a trailblazer so when you're still doing that in your 80s right she's in her 80s that's that's what we figured out 83 83. 83 happy birthday our queen um literally happy birthday baby like that's you're incredible we we one day like you you made trails so that women like us can get on platforms and talk about the stuff that's going on that's relevant today you guys open doors um so that's why we're here and one of the things that we wanted to talk about was just how how much society can kind of impact your mental health when you are on a platform. So we're not trying to be cliche, cliche, and we're not trying to be like every cliche. We're not trying to be cliche, cliche soleil. Uh, I do love a good dad joke or a pun. So if you have any of those, feel free to, you know, sign to the DMs, shoot us an email. Please um, slide into our DMs. We, we really want <laughs> Oh, so how'd you get here? I slid into their DMs. Wouldn't be the worst thing that's happened to me. It would be appreciative, but you know. (laughs) Legit. No, but having a platform, having a platform is extremely difficult and having a public eye completely on you at all times, scrutinizing you, especially for your appearance, but also every single thing that you do. And also when you're being an activist, we all, we all know what it's like right now politically to say anything um keep in mind in times when wars were extremely political back when jay panda was our age um everybody literally tenses up the second you want to talk about do you like donald trump do you like joe biden the world's ready to divide them divide themselves it's always been like that you know what i mean but if you're in the public eye that's a little bit more difficult you know what i mean because people will literally be shame you for just anything that you're doing i mean we how many stories in the news have we heard of people just saying the wrong thing or saying their truth but having it be misconstrued by the media and I think that that's a very important thing to differentiate just a little more um on you as well you your journalism like you went to school yeah. for journalism I went to school for communications with an emphasis on women in the media like we've studied this yes. and I think we have observed it pretty cynically so what that does is we see the superficiality is that a word superficiality do I get to make up a word on the can I make up words on the I show? think it's, I it's think our show it it's our show we can make it up we can do what we want okay yeah, yeah. You know, you're down to ride, Grace. You are so down to ride. I I'm love down that. to ride. So I support any, any word you want, honey. <laughs> do it. We actually, we do, do support, we do support all words. Um, and <laughs> we, <laughs> we support all words. We don't we, we support all That's words. Not, and well, I mean, well, shit. Do we make our disclaimer now? All right, let's make a disclaimer. Okay, this is episode one, so bear with us. Like, we are figuring it out. We're trying to be as authentic with you guys as possible. But here's our disclaimer right here. We are going to be authentic. We are yeah, going to that. be truthful. We will be personal. We yeah. will protect the innocent. We will... Love that one. Always that speak... <laughs> Thank you. I like that one, too. We will Wicked always... Night. Right? Like, I just, I feel yeah. like we, we, if we're not have loved ones. And if you, if you need a sister, if you need a mom, we'll try our best. We'll try this our is, best. Yeah. This is not a, like a shaming platform. This no. is like a, you will we not believe for what it's at. We can only yeah. go from here. That's what we're saying. We can only go from, go up with our mental health. You know what I mean? Cause if I went lower, what's lower than rock bottom. Hey, no, dude. I think I've been there though. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, you, me, and but honestly, dude, what everyone better I know. About my rock, yeah, literally. But what makes me feel better about my rock bottom is like other people like Jane Fonda have hit rock bottom. Like, you know what I mean? Like have literally hated themselves when they're like beautiful and successful. And like, you look at Jane Fonda and you look at people like that and you're like, oh, you never, you've never struggled. You've never had a hard time. You know, like people, people have thought about, thought that about me because I'm not disgusting looking. Oh, yeah, she probably doesn't have any problems. What, what, what worry? What worry would she have in her life? It's like you don't know shit about me. You don't know shit about me. Like just just because how I look does that is that representation of everything? And as women, that is something that we take way too for granted is our appearance, and, and and it defines us. And that is who we are. And it's like we are so much more than how we look externally. Are you kidding me? Like I I fall in love with guys for their hot personality, not for their exterior. Girls are so yeah. easy to fall in love with guys for their personality, but 
they're down to ripping another girl apart for how they look like no which you you know what and and that's interesting too that kind of goes into like wow we're really hitting all sorts of points today that with that (laughs) our our girl jane fonda like you know she she dealt with an eating disorder in her 40s um she has dealt with cancer she has dealt with mental health problems and been affected by mental health literally her entire life her mother committed suicide when she was 12 years old which is awful um and she never had a stable upbringing so I think kind of just why we look to Jane Fonda and why we're looking to do this show is because we want to be strong women for other women and that's our we yeah we are strong women and you know I don't even want to I take that back I take back that whole statement we are we want to be strong so that we can help others be strong I'm taking out women I'm taking out men I'm taking out everything I'm taking out age earlier we were talking about being in our mid-20s and just kind of the lessons we're learning what we meant by that was the lessons that people had been telling us our whole lives people we looked up to or you know just people that were supposed to shape us and now that we actually are hitting these life points and I think for the first time being able to slow down and look back and acknowledge like holy shit they were they were right like you know and then a period of time it's been a lot of reflection as well where you get to really see those people that have guided you that you might not have been like whoa you might have taken that person for granted or you're really realizing those people that took you for granted that literally took your time your energy your space for granted and you're like you know what no more of that You know, I've really had to close some, shut some boundaries down, you know, put some boundaries up this year um, with people. You know what I mean? Like, got to close the door on that friendship. Got to close the door on that person because you're not working with me. You're not down to ride with me. And that's where that's the name of this podcast came from. I was literally yelling on the streets with Soleil, just being like, you know what? I don't think people are down to fucking ride with me a bit. Like, I'm actually sick of it. You're not here for me. You're just, you're just here to be along the ride for your own selfish reasons, but you're not down to ride with me. And if people aren't down to ride with you and they don't fuck with you fully for who you are and you're feeling like you got to change yourself or tiptoe around them or constantly unaware of, you know, trying to be aware of their behaviors and you're not even thinking about the toll that it's taking on you, cut that shit out of your life. Like Jane Fonda, here she is, four marriages, just being like, you know what, you're not working. It's not working, rather be alone. I can end that. No worries. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep blazing yeah. my own. And that's been something I've really struggled with in my life, just being like blazing my own trail, getting caught up with friendships that are toxic, getting caught up with toxic men, like toxicity all around me because I did have kind of a more, you know, volatile fight or flight type of childhood. Well, that was was how you, I mean, you did, you did identify with Jane Fonda and just with, with, um, I, I definitely identify with Jane Fonda in that sense where she you know, she has a mom that had some mental, that had some mental health issues. And, you know, my mom has her own mental health issues and she's very open. She's always been very open about yeah, talking which about which is incredible, health, which yeah. is incredible. That has given me a scope, um, with my mental health. I've had anxiety since third grade. I was having anxiety attacks that I it's, can remember. And we are lucky that, you know, with our mothers that mental health has been able to right. have an open, an open conversation. Um, yeah. luck- luckily however I also think sometimes um like for me I didn't even realize I had mental health problems but people have been telling me you know for a decent amount of time like you really don't have it together and unfortunately <laughs> put it like me <laughs> wow that yeah okay uh ooh, well, here. So nice like um excuse me ma'am you just don't have it together I, like and, and I <laughs> I truly didn't and what's interesting is the people that are telling you that you usually don't have it together or that know really what's actually going on with you or what you know they think is going on with you those are the people that you do not want to see when you are like that like those are the people oh, where yeah. you're like I it is so exhausting to talk to you because I know you're just like you're like oh gosh she has another problem like I know I'm a drain or you know I don't know if that's the right word but like feelings like that you do unload your feelings which is healthy I I like don't I I hold all my feelings within me you know you're sometimes feeling like you're that burden to people that are like oh like I gotta listen to Soleil talk but you're trying to get it out you're trying to get these this sadness out of your you're trying to be you know exactly and I'm internalizing my trauma and that's I've realized in 2020 and I'm trying to like shout out girlfriend but like we're the opposite (laughs) that way 
not saying either is great, but like, I think yeah. all of us listening can say that they can, they either feel what their, their feelings in that certain way too. They either are put onto their friends, you know, a random person, they have one margarita and they're fucking down to share their fucking childhood trauma. Been there, ah, have done that. Oh my God. I, oh, you're talking to me. I, like, I'm sorry if I'm talking wow. to you, but after a bottle of wine, do you call your ex or do you just put a finger like, down no. if you've ever... <laughs> called your ex after a glass of wine and told him how much you love him and the trauma that you he's caused you and where it's coming wait, from wait, 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 wait. no I never would have done that put a finger down <laughs> if you've ever called your ex as you open the bottle of wine so you still have a sober way to get there once they answer your call I haven't done that yet but I like hate that you put that into my mind like <laughs> That's the thing. Okay. Wow. You know, okay, there's like another trend going around on the internet right now. And it's like, uh, how did you know you were the toxic one? Oh. Oh, whoa. Gross. That's a trend. I can't, I, yeah. I, I did realize I was a toxic person in a relationship for a bit too. Everyone needs to realize it about themselves. It's okay to be toxic sometimes, but call yourself out. Like, you know, we're all doing toxic shit throughout grow, our day. Like, like, grow from the toxicity. I like, I mean, that's the, if, if like, Okay, if you're living a life and you're going through it, just trying to live, and like I said, you're not intentionally hurting anyone. This is like another thing where I get myself into a bad audio clip. Luckily, we're controlling our own media. But like, if you're doing things like that, then yeah, like have some stories that you know you're not necessarily super proud of, but like no one got hurt. But like, have that like, means you're living some, stories yeah, you're not takes, proud of. Sorry, I, means your fucking chances. I think I'm like the roundabout way of saying like take a chance like get outside take of your care. comfort zone take and a chance and step outside of your comfort zone please do something that's going to make you uncomfortable and be like oh I'm not sure if I'm going to do that or I'm not going on that trip I'm not going to text that person I'm not going to go out for that ex- do it please do it please add some add some life experiences to yours you know what I mean like I we look at people like J- Jane Fonda I'm literally I think I've taken all I try to take as many chances as I can I literally do I'm pretty avid about that but then I look at her get up I look at her bio and I'm just like holy shit like here's the thing not does only she sleep does she sleep well, not only is she accomplishing all these things, and, like, let me just list a couple of things, because we're going on and on about her, but, like, let me just, okay, so Jane Fonda, you know, she, one of the things that really spoke to me, she co-founded the Women's Media Center, so that's her own organization. Yeah. It works to amplify the voices, sorry, the voices of women in the media through advocacy, media, and leadership training, and the creation of original content. Like, if that doesn't scream, you know, right up our alley, um, right I don't know, everyone. like, what else does? Like, this woman truly has done so much work. She's, okay, she's proudly admitted. What is she a member of? You know what Jane Fonda is a member of? Proudly um, a member of. Our girl is a member of the Mile High Club. Oh, yeah, she openly talks about it. She doesn't give a fuck, baby. She, like, Jane Fonda fucks. Like, she just is down to ride. Like, she's, actually rides on a plane. Like, she will ride. Um, also like she, she's She's still, she's, she's driving, she's riding and thriving. Like that's, that's a dream in itself. Like, honestly, she's so fucking great. Make you want to do the Jane Fonda. But honestly, she, she is just her own unique person. And that's something that it's like, I don't know, at least for me, like you can, you cannot like me. Like people, people cannot like me. People, people cannot like you too. So like, if you're a person that like everybody likes, it's like, okay, lame lame you know what I mean like and and honestly you know if you are listening to this episode you're you're probably someone that knows us or you know we've shared this link around and it's it is one of those things of this is a vulnerable platform to be on because when you are trying to grow and you have reached these points where you just absolutely you look in the mirror and you it's not an exaggeration but you don't recognize who you see and you look back on pictures and it's even like it affects your memory like just everything gets so cloudy when you're when you're unhappy and so to be here and to be on this platform it's vulnerable and we're letting ourselves yeah it's 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 scary it's it's I'm not gonna lie like I'm very uncomfortable (laughs) yeah but you're doing but we're doing it and the first time I did stand-up comedy I wanted to throw up dude like it's 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 so scary and vulnerable and uncomfortable life is 
But Brene Brown, I'm going to shout out to my girl, Brene Brown. She is an influential speaker and psychologist. She speaks on vulnerability, how if you, vulnerability is the only key to success in her, in her psychological studies. But she says it because that is when you level yourself up, when you're vulnerable, yeah. when you're scared, because that is your body telling you you're leveling yourself up. You're doing something you've never done. Obviously, that's going to be scary. People feel that vulnerability and go, oh, I'm going to stay in my parents' house. I'm not going to move now. Oh my God, that new job, it's far away. I have to move here. I'm vulnerable. Then you get vulnerable and you get scared and you don't do it. And people and are scared of vulnerability. Eat it, eat it for breakfast and fucking do it. Like being vulnerable is the only way. Up. Delay, like we had to do so many different takes to get this going because it was like, we're vulnerable. Like we're doing things that are making us vulnerable and we're talking about things that are personal and we're going to talk about our lives openly and like be vulnerable because you guys are vulnerable too. Are you kidding me? Like I know, I know some of y'all, like y- y'all are vulnerable, but y- y'all are vulnerable people. Like we all are, but like, and the, let yourself be vulnerable. Let yourself like with with that being it. said, like, I, I would also like to shout out the other trailblazers out of people that I did grow up with, um, that are on social media right now, uh, making their, you know, their pages and curating their feed and bettering other people's lives by speaking on their own experience. So, yeah, you know, I've been looking and following all of those pages and we'll list them and tag them in like our other accounts as like, you know, local trailblazers or like trailblazers we follow. We'll figure all that out. But we do want to shout out people like that because we're scared and it's, yeah. it's a big deal to get out here and do this, even if it is something that we quite literally went to school and invested uh, in and but now we're doing it for ourselves and we are perfectionists and we aren't the most conventional but neither is Jane Fonda and so we're we're identifying with these trailblazers and although we did center this first episode around her for just being groundbreaking because that's what we're trying to do is break some ground we will be like doing we want people to send us suggestions like we want to know who you want to see or you want to hear us talk about. I'm sorry. Like we want feedback. If you have a friend or someone that's doing incredible things, like let us interview them, let us hype them up, let us hype you up. That's the other thing too, that I did want to speak of is I called you kind of upset a couple weeks ago. Um, I was crying actually. And it was, because I was getting ready to come visit you so we could map out this show. And I'd gone on Twitter because I had thought of something funny or what I thought was funny. And I realized someone had sent me a message, had sent me a message, like a direct message on Twitter. And they had sent it a couple of weeks before, but I hadn't seen it. And I didn't see it until that morning. And what it, it said essentially doesn't matter but it was just a really cruel message and you know actually it does matter because those words those those words don't have power so hold on let's just let's let's just get on twitter because because words actually matter and like when people say shit about you like unfortunately it does matter like as if jane fonda being reinforced by in her entire life thinking that she was at fault for her mom's death um and her dad telling her that she's only a pretty face and every guy that she was with at the time, basically viewing her that way as well, those words hurt and they, you carry them forever. Um, so please share your words, actually, those words that were said to you because other people receive hate every day as well. Yeah, so um, shout out to this page, uh, Lil Nasty Nasty One on Twitter. Their account actually, well, I'll get into that in a second, but they let me know on uh, October, October 23rd at 10:47 p.m. I'm curious what day October 23rd was. Like what day of the week was it that they were thinking? I don't thinking? know what month it is anymore. Like I don't know where it Oh, okay. Well, well it's it's December. It's Jane's birthday. So they yeah, I won't forget this one. Here is the message <clears throat> from little little nasty nasty himself or herself or themselves. Raven Simone when she would say that. Little nasty. Remember that? Nasty, nasty. I, I hate that I, I hate that I just did okay. that into the mic I'm sorry um, I'm trying to cope because I hate the message I, <laughs> I know this I actually hate that I have to read this um all right here we go See? vulnerable uh so shout out to this person you look like a nicely tanned sow mm, 
plump and ready to pop out three or four shit bags that'll look like your flabby ass. So I'm turning 25. Uh, like we said, we're recording this episode in advance and I turned 25 on New Year's Eve. So 10 days till my birthday. Um, and I just can't imagine anyone in my life that I've interacted with in the last couple of years having something like that to say to me. So, you know, if, if I've ever... Yeah, like, and the thing that's weird and, you know, if you do, if you are one of my close friends or things like that and you know all of our listeners now is I've actually been receiving messages like that uh since middle school um from anonymous accounts uh bullying me about my appearance bullying me about my weight bullying me about just pretty much things that already bother you things that are already on your mind every day yeah things that people yeah I I those are things that you know self-love and feeling vulnerable about those things those are really um emotional and heavy topics and I mean, just want to right now for sharing that though because I can see like your energy shift right now yeah and I can feel that's like really hard and I can see that you're getting a bit emotional right now because that's huge to share that because I'm sure other people listening are just like fuck dude like I I receive hate messages like that like yeah I receive there's like that every day too like I I do as well that that one's graphic and I can tell it's somebody that is trying to bring you down. Um, but I receive it on the day-to-day as well. Like I check, I sometimes on days won't check my TikTok for a few days because I do have a decent amount of people that watch my content and they just derail me and make me feel like shit and tell me I'm not funny and I'm ugly and I'm a piece of shit and why am I doing comedy? And it's like on the day-to-day, that's in my subconscious anyway. So it's like, yo, thank you for reinforcing that. But you will consistently for the rest of your life have people reinforce things, especially when you're putting yourself on a platform and trying to level yourself up. And you are, Soleil. And people are like, fuck her for being bold and fuck her for this. (laughs) i'm the boldest we are the boldest motherfuckers you've ever met and we are down to ride so i mean the whole point of why i even brought any of that stuff up and grace i love you thank you for saying that because i did feel myself get kind of just bummed out about it is vulnerable dude you're feeling vulnerable and and that's that's why we're here is like i am ready to talk about those things (laughs) we we love to see it it, honestly Um, but, you know, we're, we're talking about those things because that's me receiving content or, you know, comments and feedback from just my personal account. So to come out here and be on a platform like this or to be putting out where more content, people are gonna, yeah. yeah, where this is a public, I am asking for this now. And so I think that <laughs> classic woman just asking for it <laughs> derail me. I I derail my appearance in my comments please I know you already will but please do like when I upload a bit about my comedy and then you just have 19 comments about my appearance when that wasn't literally not what I was talking about I was literally doing a set and you just commented on that I'm fucking ugly or you just said your tits look good it's like okay like I was trying to literally express myself but that's a little bit hard sometimes as a woman um, without dick energy just being splattered all over everything <laughs> dick energy but I love, I love males I love men but I don't love your your toxic dick energy you know what I mean and and that message that you got sounded like it was from a guy like I'm gonna be honest like hate to say that but like genuinely did like it just hit those like degrading points that men hit like like those points that men are just like no weirdly women's weaknesses and they're just like boom hit him on a, hit him on a two time boom hit him with a three time boom 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 like, my, like, okay. my whole thing is like <laughs> can't you insult me on something else like please challenge me no, it's almost no. boring oh i don't they want people the only thing that really hits you hard that's where they they get you so what are they gonna hit me now that i don't care about things like that like i'm still gonna that's, be okay okay wait possible not to care about those yeah things. wait 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 yeah let me i just looked at the monitor was like mm, no we're not gonna say that didn't i mean s- that <laughs> didn't mean that at all <laughs> i hate myself I don't hate myself though. I'm actually learning. I'm learning to love myself every day. And shout out to my girl Trish. Um, yeah, that's that's our next point. Honestly, that's our next yeah, point. She's that's our next she's point. Helped me love myself. Um, We're gonna normalize mental health excessively on this this podcast because I'm just so sick of seeing my shorties, like my friends everywhere, that are just derailed with their mental health and they're just like doing toxic shit. And I'm just like, yo, shorty, get a therapist. And you know what? If you can't get a therapist, let's just like 
let's just get some self-help books. Let's just normalize talking about our feelings. Let's just del- delete that X out of our lives. That's just disgusting. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Let's, let's try to let's, let's try to let us put up boundaries. Boundaries. Put up. Key. Throw them everywhere. Literally toss them everywhere. Like a, like a, like a flag. Like the first man on the moon putting that in. That's the boundaries you put into your fucking life. And if people aren't comfortable with it, too fucking bad. If you're not comfortable, like. Truthfully, I have a, actually, I, I didn't share this one with you, but this was a very evident boundary person that I wanted to share about because I've been really throwing up boundaries um, with everybody in my life. Truthfully, I've, you had have really difficult, I've had really difficult conversations with people, probably about eight people in my life. That was extremely difficult conversations that I didn't want to have, but I did it anyway and sat these people down and shared the things that they've caused mental health issues on my life. This person is literally vacuuming right outside my door. And it's like, besides the fact, um, triggered but um I have had to put up extremely difficult boundaries with people and have extremely difficult conversations um with people including family members my own parents as one of them which was extremely difficult you know to put myself in vulnerable situations like that but the last one that I just had that um really kind of took me back was like how people most people were receptive to the boundaries that I was putting in which is cool but somebody Mm -hmm. I could just tell for the first time was not receptive at all to the boundaries that I put in and it was a guy kind of overstepping boundaries that was a friend of mine that I could oh, tell really? was just boundaries and I put into the place I was like hey in the middle of the afternoon let's not comment on my appearance let's not do this this and this because I kind of have was like putting up with that I felt like almost kind of putting up with these things that I was uncomfortable with but like I also was friends with the person said something about it and then that person doesn't re- wish me a happy birthday then that person doesn't even care to fuck with me anymore because I put a boundary up. But you know what? It hurt my feelings. And I remember just being like, yo, like now I'm hurt. Like I keep putting these boundaries up with people. Yeah, some people are, we get into maybe a little bit of an argument because people are defensive when you try to put boundaries up with them. But that's okay. I can move past through that. But this person dead ass just like not wanting to fuck with me because I just wanted to put that boundary up because you were making me uncomfortable. And you know what? You're not meant to be in my life. If somebody can't respect your boundaries and if somebody doesn't respect that, they're not meant to be in your life. And now I'm okay. I'm like at amends and at peace with like, if you don't fuck with my boundaries, then I don't fuck with you. Yeah. But if you don't have any boundaries, you get walked over, baby. If you don't have any boundaries, then you get crushed by life every day if you have no boundaries. But boundaries are boundaries are key, and let's throw them up. Like we're gonna talk about putting up boundaries in this podcast because it's like yeah. literally something I didn't do. It literally is something that I avoided like all of my life. I would just like let uncomfortable things just like run train on me because I was like didn't know my own worth for so long. Like I didn't know like how worthy I was of like respect and how worthy I was and that was coming from you know some trauma and childhood trauma of not you know viewing myself as second class like not knowing how to view myself which Jane Fonda really did help like is a trailblazer in that sense you know she grew up just like feeling like second class you know like that she didn't have a big big female role in her life that she had to do be that female role in her own life and you know a lot of times with I struggled with my relationship with my mom growing up and I felt like I needed to be the strongest woman and I needed to not show emotions and I needed to win every single track race. I needed to score 20 points in every single basketball game to get approval by my, just myself and needed to show strength at all times and like never show signs of weakness because women to me that I saw sometimes were just very in their, caught up in their own mental health and, and not knowing how to express themselves. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to show my feelings. I'm just going to be strong. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And things that I'm researching about Jane Fonda, she's doing the same things. She felt responsible for her mom's death. I felt responsible for my mom's mental health growing up. That's not true. You know, my mom, my mom was going through her own journey. My mom was going through her own struggle. And that's something that we don't yeah. see with our parents. We don't, we don't take the second to step back and be like, hey, my mom is going through her own journey. My mom's going through her own mental health struggle. Just because she had kids, that doesn't mean your parents stop having mental health issues. You know what I mean? But I view that as a reflection of me. And I was like, I shall succeed at everything. I'm not going to share my feelings. Blah, 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 blah. Be toxic to myself. Viewing myself second class all the time. And that trickled into friendships that I was tolerating, relationships that I was tolerating from that. And it's like, my mom yeah. doesn't, my mom's, just because my mom's struggling doesn't mean I need to be struggling. And, you know, I'm working, putting up boundaries with my own mother and we had an amazing conversation and we're working towards, you know, being better. But if I didn't put those boundaries up, then we wouldn't have the relationship that we do right now. You know what I mean? You have to put those boundaries up and, and say when something's not working for well, it to move forward. It's, it's interesting that you're saying all that. And, you know, once again, like, thank you for sharing that with everyone, because that's a lot to... It's a lot to carry around with you. Um, yeah, but what I was going to say was lately with communication and kind of even going back to our earlier point was my communication style when I am upset, the way Trish described it to me, um, 
you know, is when, when I want to let someone know what's happening or I want to be involved with something, I can involve stuff at them. But, um, you know, I, I throw things at them and I don't necessarily check in on them before doing that. Mm. Like, is, is it okay? Are you like, hey, I've got, a lot, I've got a lot on my mind right now. Do you have the energy to talk? And, and I know that sounds kind of weird, but actually once you start to incorporate asking people's permission to unload um, yeah. and just to even have a conversation sometimes, you'll realize how much better that conversation goes and how uh, chances are actually the person will like click their phone off or like you put your phone away and you actually get to have an engaged conversation Um, So, but what I was going to say in terms of putting up boundaries is something that I consistently do and I always catch myself is I'm trying to figure out like what other people need before they need it. That way, like Mm -hmm. I'm prepared. So I'm like trying so hard to just be in so many different places without ever taking care of myself that I'm not like, good point. And like, I'm not doing anything that I actually enjoy doing, but the second that I started, right. Yeah. Like, and, and that's, what's kind of crazy is when you are, I'm sorry. I hate when people say that like clean, it just like came out of me. I don't, I don't want to normalize that talk. (laughs) I I think you've actually already said it earlier. I, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm like camera shy. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm head. I, I wish yeah. I was shy. That note of not doing things that you really enjoy and not conti- like doing all of those things for yourself, you know, because in those that subconscious layer of yourself, you're like, oh, am I worthy to go do this for myself? Like, did I do I deserve this? And it's like, what yeah. are other people gonna think? What you yeah. know? And that's that's the whole thing. So, as as appreciative as I am of other people's opinion, a boundary that I have started to put up with myself, and one that I am grateful for putting up with is I'm putting my opinion first. Uh, so there you have it. That's my big news surprise. It's you know I like my. That. Tw- My 2020 revelation is, um, yeah, I'm actually, I'm going to put myself first. So if I love you and you're my friend, you're, you're still loved and you're still my friend, but I think that there's different levels to friendship and there's different levels to the relationships that you have in your life. And when you're younger and when you grow up in certain areas or certain places, you're you kind of just made to believe that everyone is meant to get along. And I truly don't believe that. I don't think you need to be, I, I, I actually don't. Not everyone's meant to be besties. Not everyone's no. meant to run frolic through a forest together. Like that's the no. beauty of life, hey, to disagree. And it's okay to have different perspectives. Like me and you don't agree on everything, dude. Like me and you don't see eye to eye on everything, but that's what we love sharing that with one another. And that's yeah. our problem right now in 2022. Like we're like, oh, that person doesn't like this, <laughs> canceled. And it's like, okay, like that's the beauty of this world is to have somebody that's completely polarizing than you accept them. But no, of course you're not going to be like, do you want to get coffee? Do you want to hang out every day? No, like just keep them, just keep them at an arm's distance. That's one something that we need to learn. There's some friends of ours that we can love and people that we can love, but like, let's keep them at an arm's length. Let's keep them at a little bit of a distance. You don't need to overdo it. Like I've seen so many friendships, especially with like women that just like overdo it and like stop, like, overhang out when they're not getting along and when they're just like it's okay to separate it's okay to go your own way like you know what I mean Stevie Nicks that song is gonna play it's go your own way I'm so sorry Stevie I'm sorry I'm so sorry Stevie Nicks like she's another trailblazer but like honestly legit sorry girl for like doing that I like can't sing see let's just like let's just like wrap this to our point though like our our last setting that we really wanted to touch base on is um we both like love our therapists you know they're our home girls um shout out to all of my therapists in my life like I genuinely wouldn't be who I am today without them and helping me like with my mental health and helping me normalize other people's mental health around like literally thank you and bless psychologists um, can we make that like a merch or, or is it yeah. too early to talk about merch or can we make like a sticker know. that says like shout out to my therapist I would love something about like I love therapy like like a New York shirt like I love my uh, besides the fact like we're getting corny but we wanted to like conclude our episodes with like something that our therapists have shared with us that we're like damn that fucked me up like I yeah. needed that you know what I mean like drop mic walk at a session you know what I mean that it's like your brain our brain sometimes just like don't know how to see things of course because we're so caught up in our day-to-day lives that it's like 
that's what therapists are for. I mean, friends are great. Don't get me wrong. And family is great, but they don't have that untainted perspective of you. That's just fresh. Like everybody thinks that they know who you are and that's our friends and that's our family, but they don't, they truly don't completely know who you are. And it's like these, these therapists like truly just like blaze, blaze that trail for you. They help you blaze your trail. Well, I mean, can I, I know we're trying to like wrap it up, but can I pose like a philosophical question if I can remember it right now? Um, yeah please shoot what were you just saying I had such a great question wow back, but no 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 backtrack 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 the therapy it was I was talking therapist. about how like your therapist our therapists help see a perspective that's not necessarily like people that know us perfect that's what I needed so like yeah, think about I it remember. what yeah I, I remember that's what I needed and now you're gonna make me forget it again oh my god I'm just kidding I got it right here all right here's here's my question so when <laughs> When is, <laughs> shut up. What, well, no, come on, I, I'm, I'm like staring at the palm trees out the window okay. and- no, 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 no. Before it fades, before it fades, go. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thought. It's actually probably terrible, but my thought is um, like, when is the last time that you learned something new about someone you've known for an extended period of time, like your brother, your sister, you know, your your roommate, your best friend from high school, even your parent. Like, I think that's part of the issue too with communication is when you, you know, me and my roommate do it sometimes, we speak in like a shorthand. So you're mm. almost like making up your own answer to the question. We're not really, it's like, we already know what they're gonna say. We're almost just saying it out loud just to say it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So like, so that's my question is like, when is the last time that you really, you know, learned something new? Like I just learned my brother got his motorcycles license. I didn't even know he was interested in that. Like, and, and that's incredible for him. Like, um, stay safe. I can actually bear on that one. Cause I kind of feel the exact same way as you, where you're like some people that are so close to you, you're like, whoa, like I didn't even know you were going through that. Cause we don't really take the time because we all think we have preconceived notions of everybody and everything in our life. But no, me and my sister who are like, me and my sister are actually like really reconnecting and starting to have like a really like amazing relationship through throughout this time. And like being us both, like having the time to communicate more, not being in relationships, like we've really rekindled, but we both came to the conclusion that we're both kind of perfectionists that, that try to control aspects of our lives. And we do not know how to validate when we've done something good and throughout our entire lives throughout our literally entire lives like I could become literally MVP of three sports teams I get a scholarship to run track in college I have art exhibits of my own photography and I don't know how to be like oh you did a good job Grace and my sister's the same way my sister has never gotten probably a B in her life she's in law school and doesn't even know how to congratulate herself on those things because she's like people are always like wow that's crazy you're in law school and I'm like yeah and like same with me and it's like we do not know how to congratulate ourselves and validate ourselves and that kind of fucked me up and I was like wow I'm glad we have the the platform to communicate this. And it's, it's even just like the more you do kind of get over that mental block and just that, like, it's just me. I'm the only one doing this. That's when you start to realize one, no, you're not crazy. And two, if you are, then so is everyone else, because we're all going through very similar experiences or similar traumas and granted every single one is different or you know trauma we use that term lightly but it's not a light word and there's varying levels of it it's not when you hear it (laughs) yeah it's it's actually pretty we're gonna call it like um we're gonna call it trauma let's normalize it all right all right let's normalize trauma we're not gonna we're not gonna make it we're not gonna make it pretty for you suicide is suicide like we can talk about it like these things happen like every day on the day daily so we can we can say it for what it is but like just say it like once you hear trauma depression suicide a little more than just like once twice three times you can start using it in conversation a little bit more like and and also like just another note like I don't I don't want people to this this podcast is not about just one thing this podcast is about everything and nothing if that makes sense like our podcast is about what it's like to be able to laugh at yourself and what it's like to be able to have conversations and to ask questions and to get uncomfortable because being uncomfortable is the only way to learn and so with that being said yeah vulnerability is key so I'm loving the podcast dude I want to like I'm like excited to tune in and listen to it (laughs) 
I need to get her off the air. So with that, what I'm going to say, boy, my mental health, you know, my little, my little checklist, my little nugget of my truth. Little, my little check-in moment of the truth with, with my therapist of the week. What is yours, Soli? My little trauma tea. Here you go. Um, Ooh. I was just going to say is, uh, you know, for everyone listening, you are recovering whether from Ooh. something, whether you realize it or not like that and go down that rabbit hole in your own brain for yourself, but you are recovering. Something has happened to you. Something has happened to someone you love. Something has happened that has shaped you and you never give yourself credit for that. So be kind to yourself um, because we're all going through trauma and we are all recovering. So just, just just fucking own it. I don't know. Like, are you down to ride? Are you down to ride? Like fucking recover from trauma. Are you down to ride, bitch? I really like that one. I really like that one. Mine would be um, making mistakes is just information to help guide us. I love that. Okay. Okay. Slow it down one more time because you you hit me with that one. Making mistakes is just information to help guide us. Like you make a mistake and everyone's like, like, I fucked up. Oh my God. I can't believe this. That's just information, baby, to help guide you. Are you kidding me? Here's the thing. Let me make a mistake. Guide yourself, queen. I said it again. Look, I said clean again. I don't know what is this persona I'm trying to take on behind a mic. I'm like, clean, slay, like, stop. I don't talk like this. I'm literally sorry to everyone listening. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure what's going on with her tonight. I'm not either. I'm done I saying think it. it. She's, she's fired. She needs a snack. Speaking of, I need a snack too. So Me too. with that being said, thank you for, for hopefully honestly. making it this far. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get it together we're and we're not gonna get it together because that's what makes us yeah, up. so we're gonna we're gonna talk on here once a week and we encourage you to talk with us so like we said please follow all of our socials um or at least just stay tuned in we will be dropping content we will be dropping we will. we're gonna actually drop some comedic shorts too like yeah so you know like be be authentic be you this was this is our first yeah. go. We're we're trying new things out, and we hope you are too. Uh, I guess you know. Well, I'll leave. there's only one thing kind of left to ask. Do you want to ask them? I just wanted to ask if everyone's down. If you're just down to ride, like, are you down to ride? Are you down to ride? Or are you just gonna not blaze your own trail? Like, that's just like what we're asking of you. Are you down to ride, blaze your own trail, and be authentic, babies? Peace. Love it. You down to ride?